Well, I was bound to make a Christmas-spirited episode. Hello everyone, this is Benchwarmers Club Sports and Entertainment Podcast. I am your host as always, Jacob. And today we're doing this Christmas special, the top five versions of A Christmas Carol. A Christmas Carol is based off the Charles Dickens novel and is a story that stood the test of time. The only other films I think that people at Christmas time in the well, not including the animated ones, that kind of hold up to it are definitely Miracle on 34th Street and also It's a Wonderful Life. And I guess if you're one of the diehard people, I guess you can say diehard too. But besides that, I'd say A a Christmas Carol is definitely probably, if not the most famous, one of the most liked. With that, we've had so many different interpretations to the point where there's TV specials, there's so many animated versions, there's a lot of different companies with their own spins on it. So today I'm going to try to narrow it down to just five, and this includes any version is is basically eligible to be on this list. My honorable mention is going to be the Mickey Mouse one, the Disney A Christmas Carol. And it also is another honorable mention to the All Dogs Go to Heaven Christmas special, which isn't a true enough interpretation of the A Christmas Carol story when it comes to the All Dogs Go to Heaven version. Therefore, I didn't include it or else it would probably be number five. The other, the Mickey Mouse one's also just a little too short for my liking. Granted, let's get something in my throat there. Let's get right into the list. So number five is Scrooged, which stars Bill Murray, and I won't take too long for each entry. I think this one is actually very overrated. It's not a bad film by any means, but I think it's kind of lame. Bill Murray is just automatically such a likable guy, so it's kind of tough to entirely buy him as Scrooge. I think the story also kind of is a little wonky and doesn't weave very nicely. Like, scene to scene doesn't weave very well always. I think what really makes up for it is that it has a very good ending, and Bill Murray is such a rock star that he really does carry the film. In my opinion, it's kind of to the same extent that Vince Vaughn and, uh, oh, what's her name, Uh, Reese Witherspoon kind of at points carry four Christmases, even though I'm not massive fans of either of them. There's a lot of similarities in the fact that Bill Murray really does carry this film. There's also the wonky stuff like the ads and the, the time frame, which is a very cool time, the 80s. Anyway, Scrooge is going to be number five. Number four is A Christmas Carol. They're all A Christmas Carol except for, I guess, Scrooge in another entry. But this is the Patrick Stewart one. And this one is the most recent one I've seen. And I have to say, I think this movie does everything very, very well. But it doesn't do anything incredibly well, if that makes sense. Patrick Stewart's really good as Scrooge. But if I have one complaint, is that he's definitely the youngest Scrooge of anyone on this list. But they don't really play that up. Like, I think it would have been very interesting. For example, in this version, he doesn't look like he's much older than 50. There's no reason why he couldn't have tried to win back the woman he loved. It's not like she's old now and gone or dead or anything. She's still around. That's why I find it very odd that after in there's the scene where they're sitting on the bench, and unlike most interpretation where he yells at himself to go follow her, 
this one, his ghost self, does yell at himself to basically follow the woman he loves when she's walking away that he gives up for money. I think that could have been reconciled in the end. Now, that's a very petty complaint. The biggest thing, as I stated earlier, I'm going to try not to repeat myself too much. It was a criticism I heard today, which is always fair, is that it does everything well, but it's not the best at doing anything. So with that in combination with the younger Scrooge angle not really being used, this one's number four. Number three is The Muppets Christmas Carol. I hadn't seen it for a long time until recently. I remember hating how silly it was, but maybe with age, I just love how silly it is now. Michael Caine, my goodness, what an incredible job he also does in this film. Michael Caine is top-notch. Kermit plays Bob Cratchit, which is amazing, which I should also add, I guess I didn't really say anything about Bob Cratchit in the other two. There's not really anything to say about it in Scrooge, but in the Patrick Stewart version, I think the Bob Cratchit's a little miscast, but... He just doesn't really fit with the world, in my opinion, for what they're trying to paint. In the Muppet one, Bob Cratchit is surprisingly really well done. With Kermit the Frog, it's pretty amazing to think about. Miss Piggy's really funny, too, as Bob Cratchit's wife. And Tiny Tim being a little frog is so funny and just, he's adorable. Yeah, and I do have a question here. All the males seem to be frogs, and all the females seem to be pigs. So maybe there's some kind of genetic thing involved with that in regards to how you're born between Miss Piggy and Kermit. As a side note, it's very interesting. Um, point aside, The Muppet Christmas Carol is very good, and I highly, highly recommend it. I even think it's much better than the Disney as obviously I'm saying, I think it does the Disney concept much better and has way more humor. So number two is the animated A Christmas Carol from 2009. It stars Jim Carrey. This is one that was my favorite for a very long time, but the more I watch it, the more I do believe it is a solid second. It's really close to the Muppet one, though. I think, though, Jim Carrey and his mannerisms and his expressions as this Scrooge are very good. My, It follows the story very traditionally and does everything that the Patrick Stewart A Christmas Carol does better, in my opinion. The only thing that I hate about this movie is the last ghost and Scrooge shrinking and running around seeing the events. I mean, it's cool as a new interpretation of it, but I think it's very poorly executed and comes off as kind of distracting and silly. The third ghost in this animated film is the one I always just want to skip through. But I think it really gets Scrooge changing to being good at the end very well, better than any other version, even Scrooged. But, again, that third act really holds it back for me. Also, Gary Oldman as Bob Cratchit's amazing. He might be the best Bob Cratchit of any of them. And lastly, I think it's pretty obvious this one was going to be number one if you're a fan of the Christmas Carol films. And it's the 1951, it was originally just called Scrooge, but it's re, it's been repackaged as a Christmas Carol, 1951. So I don't know which one it should be called. I'll just call it 1951. Because it's kind of confusing since there's already a Scrooge. This would just be Scrooge. Let's go 1951. 
So in this version, it's in black and white, except for a few odd scenes in color. This film can be a bit of a tough watch if you don't like old movies. But I think this, like, if you don't like old movies, I'd highly recommend you watch the Patrick Stewart version over this. But if you're willing to kind of get through it, the 1951 version by far has the most compelling story where it actually adds upon the book and adds more than the other ones. It has the most character building. We spend a lot of time, It maybe it's not actually more time, but feels like especially with that first ghost, we're with him for a very, very long time and we see the most. Like one of the key things we really do see as well is the Scrooge and Marley taking over the business from, uh, well not taking over, but basically them leaving Fezziwink. Basically that's a really big storyline we see more in this version. We also see a lot of the kind of, we see a lot also with Fred and Fan, we see a lot more with that, which is very good. In fact, this is one of the few versions where I actually cry from the first ghost. Usually I don't have too much of a reaction till we go later and later into the story. The ending also, I think, is the best. Scrooge's transition is he's a madman now. It's really funny. He's still as kind as can be. Something, though, comparing this one to the Muppet one that I really like is that Michael Caine, we actually see him take the turkey in to enjoy with Kermit. We definitely don't get that in most of these other versions besides that one and the Mickey Mouse one. If the 1951 had that one, I think it'd be the perfect Christmas Carol movie, even though it arguably already is. Because there's something very nice about seeing Scrooge sitting with Bob Cratchit's family. Because, I mean, it is important that he sees Uncle Fred. Which, I think you can do both. There's no reason why you can't. It's a Christmas lunch, and then it's a with Uncle Fred dinner. But maybe, you know, seeing Tiny Tim and Scrooge hanging out together might be too much for people to then cry again when you see them. Too afraid to go into the room where Uncle, well, it's his nephew Fred. I'm calling him Uncle Fred. He's actually the nephew. Might be too much to see him too scared to walk into the room with them, only to have the little servant behind him kind of give him the nod to give him the faith like he can go in there. He is strong enough. That little moment that really makes that ending impactful. There's even a narration in most of this one has the narration. And you know, I think in this version, we really do see the most that Scrooge never will go back to his bad ways. I'm not saying in the other ones, it doesn't do a good job conveying this. I think we truly see the most changed man in this version. Like, he is not even remotely close to as he is at the beginning of the film. And I credit Alistair Sims with this, because it is a very tough ask to do that with a character the way he does it. So yeah, I think there's elements in all these films I really like and a few elements I don't like. I think the third ghost I find in some of these films drag a little bit, except for the 1951 version. Either way, I think this is an absolutely phenomenal... I think Christmas Carol, all the movies are just very good. They're very to the point. 
They're the perfect example that you don't have to reinvent the wheel to create a very good Christmas story or story in general. That you can make a really good one based off a really old book with just tweaking little things to make it more applicable. We're probably going to see another remake of this soon and you know the old man in me wants to just tell it to buzz off but maybe the best interpretations yet to come and I still think there's very cool concepts we could take of this. Like in Scrooge to go with the very very young Scrooge who's a TV executive. The Patrick Stewart one we get him as kind of a he is a very young Scrooge as well. He's in his 50s. In the Muppet one, we get so many colorful characters. In the animated one, we see the animated spin on everything and how much more they're able to show in detail and the craziness of it. Like the present in the animated one, my number two, is very, I think it's the best version of the present character. Especially with the ending and how kind of terrifying it is. The 1951 also does everything these other films do but better. But if you don't like old films, you might not like it. So I have to be very careful when recommending it. Anyways, everyone, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Merry Christmas, God bless, praise Christ, and I hope you enjoy listening again some other time. (laughs) 